chaos. When I first found you, I thought I thought that I had found some kind of dark force. <laughs> I, I, I thought that what I had what I had encountered was like something to beat, something to fear, something to be oh. like, like like oh, like can I withstand? whatever uh. sort of brain worms are going to be coming out of this thing. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, me too. But nice. it didn't take very long for me to realize that what was actually happening was like was like a tantric like transmutation of of dark forces that was profound training yeah. for yeah. everyone around and mm -hmm. I was like I need to get some of that. Like I just I just realized that like I wandered into a, an internet place where many dark forces lurk and I must, I must attain these powers of transmutation in order hmm. to withstand it without becoming infected. Okay. And oh, so I wonder if that was any kind of like deliberate training that you undertook or that like you are, had are naturally inclined to do this kind of practice or if, or if I was completely like projecting that on you. <laughs> Oh, no, that's that's absolutely the kind of like, you know, the uh, a thing that I intentionally do. Um, was it was I trained for that? Uh, just just by the Internet in general, I, I guess I, I feel like like, like, I feel like since the the early days of like the the hacker ethos and whatnot uh, and, and Usenet and so forth, that there's been some kind of like implicit idea in in like certain parts of of the you know the the internet uh you know culture that that it is useful and virtuous to like expose yourself to to hormetic doses of all, all kinds of uh you know dark arts kind of kinds of things um so so as to you know develop a, a tolerance for them mm -hmm. um and you know and and, and that's really how we met, because I was coming from a point of view where I was already very cynical about the world, uh -huh. and I had a very dark view of things. And when I saw someone else online who seemed like he actually maybe went further than I had gone with that sort of thing, <laughs> it made me feel like, oh, this is my match. Like, I have to meet <laughs> this guy. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So do you work, do you do, you do like now that you are together like d d does this does this amplify your power to withstand this sort of thing and, and like like i often find myself like my my partner is not does not engage with the dark arts and so <laughs> i often find myself sort of on my own on these matters and like like trying to fig trying to figure out like whether this is like dinner table conversation or or whether i should should just like ground it out and leave, leave it leave it online does does yeah. it help you to be like in such close proximity and collaboration with somebody else who i think it does yeah. for me at least yeah yeah i i think it's helpful for me too you know um yeah I, you know I, I, I don't know if it's if it's dinner table conversation, but like, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, I definitely feel in, in general, like our, our, our cognitive processes are, are strengthened and, and blossomed uh, through, uh, you know, being exchanged with, with other people and, and, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, and partners, you know, can be like really good for that. Um, yeah. I mean, not necessarily you know, like, you know, they don't be, have to be, you know, picking up and, and handing back like everything that's going on with you. But like, 
you know, if, if there's a circumstance where that works, it's just generally. Well, the thing for me is for me, it's kind of like, I've never had anybody on my level to share those sorts of things with. Uh So if I come across something that let's say disturbs me, I can tell him and he can reassure me and nobody Mm -hmm. else will be able to, Mm -hmm. there just isn't anyone else. Yeah. That, that opens up like what I want, like I want to sort of define brain worms like a little bit. Uh, and, and, and I think that that is a very important component of it to me. It's like, it, and, and maybe what I'm asking about, like having a, a person outside of the computer to check in with is like something about like what constitutes like a true brain worm to me seems to be sort of a reality tunnel, like a, like a, like a, um, like you can have, there are certainly like contagious shared ones, but it's like kind of everybody's in their own wormhole about it. And so it's almost like to me, like checking in with another person about how it looks from their reality tunnel, uh, is, is kind of like an antidote. Uh, Mm -hmm. is, is that, do you find that to be the case? Like about how brain worms function? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, like a, a lot of the time, like people who are in, in the, the grip of, of something, you know, like it seems that literally often all they need is to is to talk to somebody about it mm-hmm. um, and just like just, mm-hmm. you know, like empirically get verification of the fact that there are people out there that that this is not a big deal to or that this right. is not real to. Exactly. Um, yeah. That like, OK, it's like, OK, mm-hmm. like. This thing that right now seems to me like it, it is defining everything about the world and everything about my life. Um, like there are perspectives available other than that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, you don't know. You're probably learning something new right now, but like you don't know how many times like I've showed you something, for example, and your reaction is just like, oh, psh, that's pathetic. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I don't have to worry about that. That's not an info hazard. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to worry about that. Like, like if yeah. it doesn't scare chaos, then it can't be that bad. If it doesn't scare chaos, it's not scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that does sound reassuring. That would be reassuring <laughs> to me. Well, so, so like what, like we're, we're all out there. Uh, and Elle, I know you've been off for a long time, so I'd like to sort of hear how that went too, in terms of this, but like being out there, being Twitter accounts, like that, that's how I sort of want to put it is not just like using Twitter accounts, but like we are interfacing with particular other beings in this particular dimension with these yeah. particular constraints. And like, we know that brain worms are like very transmissible in this medium. And so there's, there are all these protocols. I mean, I feel like I've learned a lot of them from you, to be honest, chaos, like just in terms of like how, like dealing with just watching, like, like, de- like dealing with like the weirdo kinds of energy that come across the transom in that environment and like how to sort of stay upright and not, not, not only like stay, like not get infected, but also like how to not amplify somebody's spun out situation. Like there, there are things about the medium that I feel like make it volatile in terms of like, whether you can provide this kind of reality check with a human being you're connected to that way or not and like what the limits are um and and so like i want to hear about what about that experience at chaos scale a little bit and then i want to hear about like taking l's break from it and what that did for this kind of mm-hmm. thinking yeah i mean you know i like very various people like communicate with me in my my dms uh, some of them you know uh come come looking for like uh kind of like help with various things and sometimes they you know seem to come to like 
try to incorporate me into their thing that they're yes i can doing relate to that or, too <laughs> yeah or the, or the thing that is doing them um yes. <laughs> maybe more the the apropos phrase there um <clears throat> and like you know, I, 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 I try to, I try to meet people halfway, you know, where, where I can. And like, um, like I, I feel like the, the, I don't know, the, the typical recommended cultural course is to like, oh, you know, somebody's being super weird, just like, you know, shut them out, shut them down and so forth. And like, you know, I, I have a little more compassion for people than that. Sure. Um, but you know, like so, I so like, but I like, I, I I try to like, yeah, like pass back and forth, you know, at least some of what they're what they're you know uh, putting out uh, toward me, um, like without without like losing my equilibrium, mm-hmm. um, and like, I guess I I just rely on intuition for like where that point is for like where I where I feel like you know um, like I can I can go this far but no further or like. You know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm risking uh, getting getting sucked into uh, a, a cognitive attractor, um, which like one of one of my brain habitual bra- what's that a brain wormhole, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's one of one of one of my habitual phrases that uh, occasionally people uh, uh, make fun of me for for saying a lot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's the cognitive attractor the cognitive basins, attractor man. Basin, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I I have you know the the you know I'm I'm it's inside the cognitive attractor basin of the cognitive attractor basins <laughs> concept. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's his that's his phrase. <laughs> so you must have developed some sort of like yoga about that, like some sort of spidey sense of when it's ha- or like when you're getting close to the event horizon. I mean, you used the word intuition just now, like yeah what, what does it feel like um it it feels like getting off balance uh-huh. uh it, it feels it feels like like starting to tip over mm. mm-hmm. yeah so yeah mm. yeah so l yeah. were you were you like tipping over at like like tell tell me about like what the decision to sort of step away from the cognitive attractor basin basin well was, i mean i was i was like. off twitter mostly because i was just chronically ill from mm. covid mm. Um, it wasn't a mental thing. I mean, it was, but the mental thing was very much downstream from physical issues that I had. So I don't think that would be completely relevant to, um, yeah, it wasn't really like a, you know, defense against the dark arts move. No, no, I was just sick. Well, like you coming back was, was, uh, like a, I, like you, you seemed very happy to be back and I, and I'm interested in sort of like the decision to come back on. Like what, what, like was there an effect even a downstream effect of like being offline for that amount well, of time? i mean i've changed a lot i mean like one of the things that's changed is i feel because i had to face death many times mm. and one of the things that's changed is i feel a, a actual real sense of wanting to connect with people which i had struggled with before uh-huh. i before i was kind of a very insular person and i didn't have like i i didn't understand how people clicked and connected and now i just feel a natural desire to to i just feel curious about people and Mm. that's really great for me that's cool so so do you do you do you feel so so coming back online must be like an intentional step of some kind toward like more connections more relationships an intentional step yeah yeah i mean definitely like i kind of wish i could have started a new account but you know as chaos said like that would have been a waste Mm. like you know, I would have had to, yeah. um, because I learned so much and I'm definitely not interested in kind of, 
I'm not interested in processing things with people about my life anymore. I'm more interested in just connecting to people and finding out about them. So mm. um, it's a new thing, but you know, there's no reason I can't do it from the account I have. Yeah. And that's what we're working on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're connected to a lot of people. And so, so yeah. you're, so are you saying like before when you were on Twitter using this account, you, you were sort of seeing it as more of like a cathartic or like expression medium for yourself and 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 I was seeing it more as something to kind of like share with people the things I was going through and now I'm more looking at it as a way to connect with other people Uh yeah so how how does that how does that like present in terms of the brain worms that people you're connecting to might be carrying as you, as you encounter them. <laughs> in this new oh, well, that adds another le- level of complication. I mean, yeah. I guess if somebody is particularly disturbed about brain worms, like from the, the point of view I'm coming from now, I could like try to help them with it or else I might just not just back away if, if it's there, if they're too pre- preoccupied with that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like if somebody has interesting brain worms, I might want to discuss them with <laughs> uh-huh. them. Yeah. do you like to do that too chaos like do you like to yeah, find yeah. out like experiment and see what's going on in there yeah it's 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 definitely interesting to to you know see what kinds of of you know novel perspectives people have come up with and and whatnot hmm. uh, you know and some of the you know one of the the things that's that's kind of frustrating about uh some of the more the more schizoid sort of uh um spaces that people get into is that those tend to make them unwilling to communicate about right. the perspective that they're in. Yeah. And like, like stop being so mysterious and paranoid and just like, you know, tell me what the hell you're on about. Mm. And like, like, cause I'm curious, but like, yeah. I, I yeah. totally know what you mean because there's like this weird teasing dance that happens in some of these encounters yeah. where it's like, they really want to connect, but they don't want to tell you what's going on. <laughs> and so, and, and like, for me, I, as someone who I feel, I feel like my posture with encountering people online is generally like very, very personal, like, like, like totally openly personal about what's going on. And like, uh, I, I, I like to encounter people, even if I'm never going to talk to them again on that basis. And so when I run into somebody like this, it is kind of an obstacle to connecting to them because like, I can't. I, it's almost like I can't visualize them. I can't like, I can't like make them 3d to myself right. because there's right. just this yeah. like weird little probe happening and I can't find out what's behind it. Yeah. Because, because there's this wall yeah. where, and, and like, and they're like peeking out from behind you and like, I feel like a lot of the time waiting for you to reveal that, you know, what's going on with mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, no, no, seriously. I, I don't yeah. like the thing, the thing that you're participating, like, I don't, I'm not actually making references to anything that you're doing. Yes, I don't know yes, yes. This is so deep because it's like what like because we have to it's not the same thing as brain worms necessarily. But there's this whole just like yeah. occult, like mystery, uh, like esoteric knowledge base that's out there somewhere, like the sort of dark matter, like metaphysics of like. Uh, you know, whatever kind of spiritual inquiry drives people out onto the internet instead of like into their own community or whatever. And like so much assumed shared knowledge and vocabulary and things like that. And that's like one of the things that we've bonded over, right? Is like having learned some of the same esoteric vocabularies yeah. and giving it give, like, it gives us a shorthand for communicating with each other. 
And, and I feel like there are certain sort of brainworm flavors where people think that that's what they have in their sort of tool set. Yeah. And it's actually something. Yeah, totally no, that's, that's, that's correct. And that's, yeah. uh, yeah. Idiosyncratic uh, and weird. I mean, when I was younger and I was online, I came across a lot of information that was, when I was younger, I was very, very gullible. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that information sort of, um, disrupted my homeostasis. Yeah. And it would it would would have would have been nice if when I were, was younger, there was someone who knew more about those things to say, wait a minute, you know, this isn't all credible. And just like <laughs> to tell me ground you a little. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. And like people Be like, like not everything Carlos Castaneda says exactly, is exactly. You know, literally true. Yeah. It, it like took me decades to kind of learn that on my own and process that. Mm. is that sort of like a soil for brain worms like like not not like it's not necessarily that it gets in there but it's like you're vulnerable to brain worms Mm -hmm. if you don't have uh like a perspective on new information and you're just sort of because like information is beautiful right like like if it makes any sense at all if you're an intelligent person you're naturally going to look for other explanations than what's presented to you by the official sources sure and unfortunately if there's nothing that can really do a good job of giving you another explanation intelligently then you might actually be willing to accept the explanations of people that are just really not out for your best interest Mm. and then that's where it goes wrong Uh yeah I mean, I'm definitely on record as, as, you know, interpreting intelligence as mostly vulnerability to co-optation by mimetic yeah. attack vectors. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's, that's why I think I, I wanted like this topic suggested itself to me to talk to you is like, like, I, I, I don't know that, uh, like, I think that these defenses take a lot of experience and practice and, yeah. and. Uh, the the and and maybe like a security mindset like that actually might have been the thing that I was learning at the time like I, yeah. I do, do you do you, do you like like because it seems like vocabulary that you use in particular that like applies in other fields like are you making analogies to like something uh like like security language. I'm sure, I, yeah, I'm sure I just randomly use terminology from information security and so on, you know, yeah. like attack vectors and, you know, attack sur- surfaces. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I mean, I, it, it would probably be beneficial to anybody who's like, you know, you know, trying to keep their, their, you know, uh, mind coherent mm-hmm. to study information security a little. What is like the big risk is the thing I want to know. Like, like if, if we get like, like, what are we protecting against on like a mass scale? The most important thing to protect against on a mass scale, I think, is co-optation into dynamics that are destructive to us and provide nothing useful in return, mm-hmm. um, which like, you know, memes fundamentally don't care what happens to their hosts, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, I think, I think, you know, something we've been kind of covering is that like social isolation, intellectual isolation are, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the biggest uh, risk factors, you know. Yeah. Intellectual isolation. That's the point. I don't hear people talk about that very much, but like, you know, I was a gifted child and I wasn't around anybody else that was. And so the sources that I turned to were very questionable because there wasn't a like a gifted, you know, an intellectual norm for me to turn to. So I just absorbed all of this really weird, bizarre shit. 
And, you know, if someone like Matthew had been around, it wouldn't have happened. So, yeah, yeah, that's the point. That's could, the it could have been a little more more grounding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's, you know, one of the reasons I want to be out there, you know, kind of like trying to provide this sort of thing. A yeah, little you bit can to provide like they're, they're, you know, people growing up that are still in their developmental processes, but they're kind of trying to find where their meaning, their source of meaning is going to come from. And it's not going to come from the mainstream because they're kind of too smart for that or even from like you know some niche if they're if they think too much they might need somebody like you to give them a source of meaning that is satisfying to their intellect but also not ungrounding 